It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And I'm here to talk to you, um, men. Stay. A, you need to stop dating women that embarrass you. Now, this is a very hard thing to avoid because we've seen women of different backgrounds, different beings, embarrassing their men. Okay, um, very embarrassing. You know, you've seen it with Will Smith and Jada, right? She risked it all just to feel young again. With a dude who had two singles on the radio. She risked she risked everything. She didn't care about Will Smith's money. She didn't care about Will Smith being in shape or all these things everybody tells you you have to be to avoid or to become immune, I guess, to women doing you dirty and doing you wrong. She embarrassed him. And I'm gonna go ahead and speak for Will because he won't say it himself. That's gonna that's gonna that's going to traumatically affect him for the rest of his life. I'm not saying he's gonna lose sleep over it and cry about it. No, but he's gonna traumatically affect him for the rest of his life. It's very hard for men to come back from a woman cheating on them. It's way harder for us than it is for women with us. Okay? Like, for any fellows out there who have done it, you know it's true. You thought she was over it two, two, three, it might be months later, you sitting down just thinking like, damn, this bitch really did this shit. Like, I wonder, did she suck his dick? Like, you know, you can't even like, like you, you can't, you scientifically, like you just, you don't, you're not going to be ever be the same. Like once a woman cheats, honestly, for the most part, it's over. And these women will risk it all and they'll embarrass you. I think that's the thing that comes. A lot of people don't realize that embarrassment in life is some of the is one of the worst things. There's a lot of women who will stay with, for example, let's talk about women, for example. There's a lot of women who will stay with men as long as the things that are happening to them can stay private. I've seen women stay in abusive relationships for years. You want to know what the trigger moment was? When they couldn't hide it anymore. That's when it became a problem worthy of leaving. Every other, th- and some people say, no, Tommy, they probably were just built up. No, no, that's not what it is. No, it, when it became embarrassing, had it been embarrassing the first time it happened, she would have left. It wasn't about when it happened. It was about how embarrassing it was. It could have, if, if the first time he hit her, it was in public, she would have never been with him again. You're not going to embarrass me. A lot of people care about embarrassment more than they care about pain. Am I right or am I wrong? Ask yourself, what do you care more about? I'm going to tell you right now, embarrassment is one of the worst things. Because once you live it down, that don't mean everybody else has. So you might get over it and try to move on, but people are holding it against you. You know, it's just like a lot of women, they will they will suck as many dicks, they'll have as sex as much bodies as they can as long as nobody has to know. Why do you think most women don't date within their reach? They don't date men that live close to them. They don't date men who live or work with them or stuff like that. A lot of women, especially like I remember back in like school, it seemed like every girl who had a girlfriend, I mean, every girl who had a boyfriend, their boyfriend went to a different school. They didn't want to date the boys at their school. So that way they can always control the narrative to the people that they actually care to impress. Y'all go to the same school, you can't control the narrative. Because we see what happened. We saw it. Hell, we can go talk to him ourselves. Embarrassment is very important. 
So what I was what I want to talk about first with that, for example, is it comes from it stems from a conversation I had recently where somebody asked me how do I feel about women with tattoos, and I told them based on the career path I'm going down, I don't care. Not to mention I have tattoos and I plan on getting more. You know, what I'm saying I can't nitpick a woman because of tattoos because they're permanent. Weight, she could change. Her hairstyle, she could change. Her mentality, she could change. Once she put them tattoos on her body, they ain't really going nowhere. So what am I supposed to do about that? You know what I'm saying? But I will say that sometimes, especially the quality of the tattoo or the location of the tattoo, it, it does lower a woman's value. Because your 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 options become slim pickings. A corporate man or a man moving more in a corporate direction can should not, I wouldn't advise him to date you or marry you, especially not marry you. I'm going to tell you why. For y'all, especially y'all who not only have all the tattoos, you guys have some some pretty bad quality for the most part. Or or you have good quality, but you have a lot of tattoos on your chest, on your upper arm, lower arm, neck, hands, legs, feet. You know, you put on a dress, we still see these tattoos. So you can get as classy as you want. You still look edgy, right? Then on top of that, you smoke mad marijuana. You smell like weed all the time. Your hair smells like weed. Somebody can't come close to you without smelling smelling pot, right? Then you have a certain way of carrying yourself and talking and you might be a little louder than others, a little more ratchet, a little bit more this, a little bit more that. You know what I'm saying? You have to understand that to move up in those type of worlds, the big dogs, the CEOs, the the people who run these companies and these these businesses or the people who can who can take you to the next level in these things, these men that you got you guys want. These guys are not trying to bring him to these private functions and these, you know, these these dinner parties and these balls and banquets, knowing that he's going to bring his wife with him and knowing she's going to come in there smelling like weed. She's going to come in there making crude jokes. She's going to come in there with a vulgar mouth. She's going to come in there possibly even being loud. She's going to come in there and snap on somebody. She's going to come in there all tatted up. You know what I'm saying? That could scare off people. Who might want to invest into that company at that point you go the man from being an asset to a liability and as much as they may like you as good as you may be at your career path or what you do because of the woman you have chose in your life you're going to start to see less and less opportunities you have some men that are clueless they really don't get it they really sit there wondering like these guys racist no you know, uh, am I not doing my job? No, it's this bitch you keep bringing around them. They don't want her around. You see what I'm saying? And um, and they might even like her, but it, they might start to notice like when they're trying to talk to this person, this person keeps staring off at this girl like with disgust. And they're just like, why is she amongst us? You got to remember when you get to them, them levels in life, them folks don't like to be around certain people. And I know it's not right, but it is what it is. So as a man, when you're choosing your wife, I know that tatted up girl you see at the gym who might smoke a little pot and, you know what I'm saying, she got the little blonde weave and she got her little nails done and she out here looking like an Instagram model. I know she looks good, but maybe the clean cut girl is best for you because she's not going to embarrass you. That girl's going to naturally, she can just stand there and smile and she's going to naturally embarrass you. You understand what I'm saying? Because people don't take her serious. It, it's, it, it goes to my analogy Somebody once asked me because they know my favorite car is a is the Hellcat. My like I love the Hellcats and the Demons. Um, I prefer Challenger, but the Chargers, the Charger uh, Hellcat is nice too. Um, the Demon Challenger is 
is is a race car, man. This thing's amazing, right? But it asked me, would I rather have, if I had a choice right now to own one, would I rather have the Hellcat or would I rather have a nice Benz? And I had to say, man, as much as I hate to say it, I'd rather have the Benz. The Hellcat, the Hellcat is cool and I like it, but I know it, for one, when it comes to credibility and setting an image in life, it only sets an image to certain people and the people that it sets the image to are not going to get me into the big rooms. They're not going to get me into them boardrooms. They're not going to get me where I really want to be. It impresses niggas and bitches. The average person of, of that stature doesn't even know that the Hellcat is a $78,000 car. All they're going to think when they see me pull up in this Hellcat is, wow, he needs attention. I don't know if we want him around. What else do we not know about this kid? He's already young. We already were kind of skeptical. I mean, he's black. He's young. You know what I'm saying? And now he's pulling up in this lime green or this bright red loud car. I mean, those cars are loud. You see what I'm saying? They're not thinking, well, he might have a pretty penny on him because he went and bought a $78,000 car. They don't even know it's $78,000. All they're thinking is a, it's a challenger I done went and souped up. They think it's a $40,000 car. I went and souped it up. You're better off pulling up on those type of guys and like a 71 Chevelle refurbished, like a nice muscle car. They're brand new. They don't, they don't look at them cars like that. Okay. So now they're thinking, okay, yeah, we couldn't, I would love to bring him to this dinner or to this, to, to our country club where we really discuss things, where we really get down to the nitty gritty of, of the core of this company, the core of this, of this um, economy that we're living in. However, he can't pull up to the country club in that car. Then we start getting treated like shit because he's associated with us. Uh, I like James, but. Call John. We need one more guy. Call Just call John. All right. I don't really like John too much, but John drives a regular nice little Benz, a Volvo or something like that. He fits in with the circles that we are fitting in and we are trying to maintain fitting in with. At that point, um, what did I say? Did I say James? James loses opportunities he doesn't realize just because of the car he drives. So it's the same thing. So some of these women are Hellcats and some of these women are Benzes. When you're trying to get into those circles, you want the Benz, not the Hellcat. Even though the Hellcat's pretty. If the Hellcat's fast, the Hellcat's wild, right? You can do donuts in it and all kind of stuff. Unfortunately, it only goes but so far. It only impresses certain people. When you walk into a room with gold teeth, it only impresses certain people. It's only, and the people impresses, it, 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 ain't nobody to impress for real. Now, if you're a woman, you're trying to chase a rapper or a producer, hey, all power to you. Tatch yourself up. But you, I've talked to girls who are smart, educated women. Some of them own their own businesses. They're tatted up. They smoke pot. They always smell like weed. Their eyes are always low. They have the bright hair. They have the bright nails. And they, they want a man who wears suits and cologne and hangs out with people who play golf. Where is he going to put you in that equation? You look like a fucking rock star. Slash porn star. You see what I'm saying? And 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 it it comes back down to certain things like, you know, um, family, right? Like those type of guys don't date girls like that. I mean, they date them. They might have them as side chicks and they keep them in an apartment somewhere. Nobody can see them, but they don't marry them. So my wife can't mingle with your tatted up weed smoking wife because my wife doesn't smoke weed. She's not tatted up. She don't curse like that. She. 
carries herself. She when she wears a dress, she looks like the image of a woman who wears a dress. When your woman wears a dress, it looks forced. Cause she don't look like she just wears dresses. She all tatted up on the chest. She got that tattoo, hand tattoo, tattoo all down her leg. Even worse if the tattoos don't look good. Yeah, even worse if the tattoos don't look good. Some of y'all y'all know who y'all are. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not appealing in that situation. Excuse me. That woman can hold you back from a lot of opportunities. You gotta understand when you get up there in those worlds, people stop caring as much about what you can offer them. They already know you can offer that. That's how you're even able to talk to me, brother. Is I already know what you can offer me. Now I wanna know who you are. Do you look people in their eyes? Shake my hand. Let me see the type of handshake you give. Men of that quality, they pay attention to things like that more than they pay attention to if you if you actually know what you're talking about. What type of cologne do you choose to wear? You know, what type of suits are these? What you know, like they they pay attention to these things. How do you stand? What's your body language when you talk? They pay attention. They they evaluate other men. What type of women do you would you consider a wife? What type of woman do you chase after? Do you chase after women? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, could I possibly need you on a plane by tomorrow morning, but you're 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 so love struck, you don't want to leave your woman behind? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, things like this play a big role. Then we could talk about, you know, how good you are at whatever we're doing work-wise. I need to see what type of man you are. You know, and we see this all the time. You know, um, if you go watch the movie Dinner for Schmucks. They were going to move this man up. It had nothing to do with his work skill. He already proved that that part. Now we need to know, can we go to dinner with you? Even in this one show I was watching, the guy walks into to the office and he asked his boss for a raise. The first thing his boss says is, who is she? He's like, huh? Who is she? You've never asked me for more money before. You must have a new woman now. Mind you, the guy who asked was married. He said, ah, oh, no, no, no. He said, listen, I'll give you the raise. I don't I don't care. I'll promote you. I'll give you whatever you want. But come on, man. You got to give me the details. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying go cheat on your wife. That's not what it's about. It's about showing you how in those worlds, the personal relationship is just as important as your work ethic and what you bring to the table work-wise. If people feel like they can't talk to you, if people feel like they can't go out with you, if they feel like your family is an embarrassment, they feel like your wife is going to embarrass them, you, and everybody that you represent, they're not going to give you as many opportunities, if any at all. It's the same thing even on smaller levels on a football team. If you're that one guy, everybody comes to, hey, man. After practice today, but we going to Hooters, you trying to come? Nah, nah, nah. After a while, they stop inviting you. They might invite the second string lineman, a second string lineman. But if they feel like he's cool and they feel like, you know, saying they can do other things besides throw a football with him. They will vouch for him before they vouch for you. I promise you. You could be the first string wide receiver. And they will. If the coach says, I got to cut somebody, man, I'm about to cut John. And they're like, man, come on, man. John, John, that's our man. That's our dog. John, he helps us work out. They going when they. When they mention you, the wide receiver, they're going to be like, I mean, yeah, he's cool. He's pretty good. I ain't going to lie. Have you seen that kid over there at uh, such and such state tech? He's pretty good, too. 
You see what I'm saying? Because they didn't talk to him and he likes to drink. He likes to have fun with them too. So it's just like, these things really matter in the world. Ask yourself this. Who would you rather give an opportunity to? Somebody who's good at what they do or somebody who's good at what they do and you can bring them around your family and you can hang out with them on the weekends. Because you understand when you get to certain levels in life and certain ages in life, you don't really have, everybody wants friends, right? Everybody wants a circle of fellas. All guys like to have a, real men like to mess with other men. Not, not on some gay stuff, but you know, we like to have a good circle of other productive brothers around us. You don't have time to go out and meet people in all the different realms. So you want to be able to hang out with the same people that you're doing business with, like-minded people. You see what I'm saying? Cops, you know who they go play poker with? Cops! Like doctors, you know who they go do whatever doctors do with? Doctors. Like, you know, corporate people hang out with and go play golf with? Other corporate people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is just how the, you know who rappers hang out with? rappers like you know what i'm saying like or people in the music industry like i just seen on instagram the other day tyrese and jamie fox all hanging out at his house watching the oscars you understand what i'm trying to say so it's like when you don't have a certain when you're dating this girl who's tatted up and she smelled like pot she's going to literally reduce reduce people from wanting to be around you because they know you finna bring her to every dinner party you go to Every time they invite you to a banquet, a ball, they they have to think, oh, wait, damn, I I forgot he has that rock star looking girl. Carol's not going to like that. And Carol is going to be one of our biggest investors, one of our biggest donors, our biggest sponsors. And she told me specifically she doesn't like that woman. She likes him, but she don't like, yeah, you know, just don't invite him. It's cool. We'll just see him on Monday. Yeah, we'll just fill him in on Monday. And it won't even be a personal thing. It's just... Yikes. He drives a Hellcat. His wife is a Hellcat. Yeah, no. You see what I'm saying? It ain't because you're bad. It ain't because you're black. It ain't because you're tall. It ain't because you're short. It ain't because you're fat. It ain't because they're intimidated by you. It ain't. It's just simply your wife is naturally an embarrassment. So when, now we're going into the next part, right? Then you have the women who do embarrassing things. They'll go out there and cheat on you with your friends. They'll go out there and cheat on you with your neighbor. They'll have men laughing at you, okay? They'll have people laughing at you or the ones who like to go into the stores and be all loud. I've been places and I've seen women turning up where their men weren't. And it's just like, I, I look at him and I feel bad for him. I'm like, this is what he has to deal with? And I, like I said, it's a lot of I, I, um, it's a lot of men out here that are flawless. When I say flawless, once again, I'm not saying they are perfect. It's just that from a public image, from a public standpoint, there's nothing else causing blemish to their name. There's nothing else causing blemish in their life. There's nothing else causing blemish to their reputation except for the women that they choose to bring around them. Think about it. It's just the women. Look at Future. Future makes the same misogynistic music as every other rapper, right or wrong. Why is people calling Future the king of toxic men and all this? It's these women he keeps choosing in his life. They are embarrassments to him. Sierra embarrassed him. Sierra naturally embarrassed a lot of a lot of men that Future, whether he likes it or not, represents. Right? Because they're all using this whole Russell Wilson versus the futures of the world thing, even though none of them 
are capable of pulling a Russell Wilson. And let's keep it real. None of them want a Russell Wilson. They go for the futures, but they don't want to talk about that. That's a, that's another conversation for another time during another day, right? It's embarrassing. We see she got the little boy dressing like Russell. She got the little boy doing all kind of stuff, right? It's embarrassing. These women will get out here into this world and they will embarrass you. So a lot of you guys are probably thinking, okay, Tommy, we get it, right? It's been 20 minutes. You've been telling us this. So what is the solution? I'm here to tell you, I don't have a solution. The only true solution, and I told my friend this, I said, man, I'm getting to the point in life where I'm starting to look at it like there's only one way to avoid all of this fuck shit that we deal with when it comes to women. And that's just not to date women anymore. That it's just to, you know, go your own way, do your own thing and just live your life. You know what I'm saying? And you have to ask yourself, what's more important to you? You know, and it, and, and it comes back down to that. And you have to understand, don't ever get to thinking like, okay, well, I'm going to go get a girl that went to college. She won't do that. I'm going to get a girl who's a Christian. She won't do that. I'm going to go get a girl who is this and the third. She won't do that. I'm here to tell you there are great women. It's just very hard. It's getting harder these days to, defend, to differentiate because they all look different, but do the same shit. So the girl who doesn't wear the big hair and the bright nails and doesn't have the tattoos and doesn't smoke the weed will still embarrass your ass. The girl who has the bright hair and smokes the weed might not embarrass you. I was when I was talking about that, I was talking more so for the for a corporate side. And I'm just trying to show you how sometimes you have to pick your partner based on where you want to go in life. I'm not knocking tatted up women who smoke weed and have bright hair. You see what I'm saying? I'm not knocking that at all. I'm just saying if you I was using a big example, if you're moving into corporate America, I don't advise you date a woman like that. I would tell a woman the same thing. I don't advise you date the guy who has tattoos up to his face. Like, I don't advise that. You might think it's sexy. It's cool, fine and dandy. When it comes down to getting serious about life, I wouldn't advise that that's the man that you make your husband. Because you are going to go places and he's going to. His image is going to embarrass you. It's going to hold you back from opportunities. There's going to be people who do not want to talk to you. People who do not want to bring you certain places that could get you to the next level in life. You want to know? Ask anybody who's successful. They'll tell you this. I guarantee you, ask anybody who's successful. They'll tell you. Especially people who are successful more so on a corporate level, right? White collar level. They'll tell you. It wasn't necessarily the boardroom that got them where they are now. Their biggest opportunities came on golf courses. It came on country clubs. It came on beaches. It came on private phone calls. It came at bars. It came at um, in hotel lobbies. Their biggest opportunities came in these little private places. It didn't come in the boardroom. It didn't come in the office. Okay. Even a lot of times, even these judges and these DAs, when they meet to talk, they don't meet to talk there they go out and get a lobster so what do you guys think about this guy i mean what are we gonna do i I think 20 years sounds suitable but i'm willing to work him down to 10 maybe five years probation they're not doing this this is happening over lobster and steak and after after they're done talking about that for five minutes that's five minutes then it's so how are the kids man we got to get the kids back together last summer was great you see what i'm saying If they can't, once again, guys, if they can't do that with you, you lose opportunity. A lot of the times, the people that we choose in our life drain us of the opportunity. When they see that that's who you associate with, they don't want to associate with you because they don't want the trickle effects of her slash him trickling down on what they got going on because they don't deal with people like that. So without you, they would not have to deal with that. I mean, imagine that. 
without you, James, they don't have to deal with girls like her or men like him. You see what I'm saying? For the ladies I'm talking to now, right? But you're bringing these people into their life, into their circle. So I'm here to tell you guys, listen to me, who we choose to bring into these different circles matters. Okay, a lot of these now let's get back to the point of this conversation. A lot of these women will naturally embarrass you. They're embarrassing. I've been with women who were embarrassing. Okay? They wear whatever, you go pick them up, and it's like if I walk away from you, a lot of women call men insecure. It's not always about insecure. It's about you're putting me in situations where it doesn't make any sense. We're at a we're we are here. You know you're in a whole relationship, right? And they're going to tell you, I'm going to wear whatever I want. I wear whatever I want. If I walk away from you for five seconds, I couldn't blame any man for walking up to talk to you because you look like either A, I am single and ready to mingle, or B, yeah, I got a boyfriend, but fuck that nigga. Who's trying to hit? Who's trying to hit? These women will, I'm telling you, I've seen it too many times. I've experienced it too many times. Women will embarrass you, bro. So how do you how do you avoid being embarrassed? Well, you have to start. I, I would I, if I had to give any advice, somebody who's like, okay, Tommy, I'm not gonna do this whole MGTOW thing. Okay, I understand that. I, I'm truly not fully MGTOW either. I'm indecisive. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Right? Here's my thing. I'm like I'm MGTOW till I find a good woman. How about that? Here's my thing. First of all, you have to start judging books by their cover. I'm sorry. They women do it to us all the time, and that's why a lot of, a lot of them tend to avoid certain things. You have to sometimes judge a book by its cover. And that, that will sometimes block you from blessings. Everybody who looks a certain type of way don't always be a certain type of way, right? But I'm just saying that's something you have to learn how to develop. That's a skill you have to learn how to develop is how to judge a book by its cover. You've got to start looking at certain women and say, you know what? Nice tits, nice ass, better mouth, but I'm straight. you know, Or I'm going to just see if I can hit and go on slide, slide, slide around with my life, but I'm not letting this get attached to me. I'm not letting this one know where I live. She's not getting my Instagram. None of that, right? Like, when I'm done with her, I don't want her to ever find me unless I want to be found, unless I come looking for her, right? You have to stop dealing with women of certain calibers. You've got to understand one of the one of the most important questions I think a lot of men of high quality I've learned ask women is about their relationship with their father. Every woman I've ever dated that was of high quality, that was one of the first things that she asked me when she started asking me serious questions. It wasn't where I work. It, w- it wasn't about school. Is what is your relationship like with your parents? She asked me about my parents, specifically my mother. I think more men used to ask them, do you have a dad? What type of dad? Like, how is, but you know, how does that work? One of the best women I know has a great father. And I always told her, I said, I love your dad, even though I've never met him. He did a great job with you. She did, she talks to her dad all the time, right? These are important things to look into. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are very important things. Mind you, we're not talking to men that's looking just to have sex. We're talking to men who's looking for their wife and looking for somebody to start a life with. These are very important things here. All right. Because what you're doing when you're doing things like this is you're doing risk reduction. 
when you breaking down these women to figure them out, you're doing risk reduction. Okay, so what's your background? I don't judge nobody's history, but what is your background so I can know the type of things that you are doing or would do? Because a lot of time with most humans, if you've done something, you'll probably do it again. Because you've already done it, you've got away with it in life, whatever. A lot of time, if you've done, if you've cheated once, you'll cheat again. If you've made it to 30 years old, you've been in three to four relationships, they were long lasting, you had your ups and downs and you never cheated, it's a very high possibility that you're not going to start today. If you've cheated, you're probably, you know, you, you, you'll do it again. A lot of people, they, they can make it 30 years old, never smoke weed, they're probably never going to smoke weed, bro. You see what I'm saying? If you used to smoke weed all through your teenage years and you might have stopped now, man, you go ahead and get you some good retirement money. And somebody blowing some good tree. You're going to hit the blunt. You see what I'm saying? Does that make any, does it make any sense? I'm not knocking nobody here. I'm not, we're not, we're just speaking facts. You know what I'm saying? So you need to look into things like this. You know what I'm saying? You need to look into things like this. Um, you have, you have to take these women in with your own discretion, with your own discretion based on what you're looking for in a woman and why, what type of career path do you have and how will this type of woman affect you or help you in this career path or hurt you, you have to start to do risk reduction. That doesn't mean you're going to be safe, but at least you played, you did your part to the point where when this woman embarrasses you, you're really like, damn, wow. It's not like shit. I mean, I should have saw this coming. A lot of time when I see people going through certain things and I'm like, I feel sorry for them. Then I look at the man or I look at the woman and I'm like, I mean, bro, what did you, what did you think you were going to get from this? And I get it. You want to give everybody a fair chance. You want to be a good human being, but seriously, look at her. What did you think you were going to get from her? I listen to a lot of women tell me these stories and I, and I always ask them, you got a picture of, of him? What's his Instagram? You got an Instagram or anything? Got any videos of him or anything? And they be asking me like, why you why you want to see him so bad? I'm like, just, just can I just see him? You know? And they when it, and they want the ones who do show me, they they'll figure out why. Cause I tell them, I'm like, oh, that's him. What do you think he was gonna do? I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, what did you what did you think he was gonna do when you met him? When you first seen this nigga walk up to you? When he first sent you his picture or whatever, however y'all met, internet, real life, URL, IRL, I don't know. What did you think he was going to do? Embarrassment is serious. Most people you know, don't want to be embarrassed. I've said this once and I'll say it again. There are women who will put up with a lot of stuff until you start to embarrass them. I've seen women stay in abusive relationships for years until they couldn't hide it no more. Once they couldn't hide it, that's when they left. Some people are way more likely to forgive you if things stay private. Once it goes and other people know about it, even if it's just one other person, your your chances of ever rekindling a relationship with that person are pretty much dead. Most people will deal with a lot of shit. You would be surprised how many people, women and men, would deal with a lot of things as long as, long as it's not embarrassing. Getting cheated on, for example, is, is always easier to deal with when it's so private. Only y'all two know about it. You and your wife. Other people know, and you know people know, and people been knowing. Man, it makes you want to get up and move to a different state to start all over again. 
How many of y'all have dealt with that before where you literally contemplated or you did, you moved. You had to move, man. You're like, I'm not going to live like this. Every day I go to work, I got to look at the people who know, you know, my girl was screwing her boss. Like, no. And that's what I mean. When women will embarrass you, they will have a man look at you in your face, tell you, oh, this is just my boss or this is just, you know, such and such. And he is fucking your wife. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. I've seen it. I've seen a woman sat down. I've seen a man literally have a 30-minute conversation with a man that I knew was smashing his girl. And I'm just looking at these two talk, and I'm just like, he has no idea that bro is blowing his girls back out at least three to four times a week. And that's a dirty dog over there just sitting up there just talking and kikiing with this man like it's nothing. You know, so always remember this, fellas, like embarrassment is it can ruin. It's not that it's about pride and ego. This is not a pride and ego conversation. This is an opportunity conversation. You will lose opportunities by people thinking you are pathetic. People thinking that you have you bring certain things to their atmosphere that they don't want. You will lose opportunities by these type of things. You know what I'm saying? And these women will embarrass you. Okay. People say, at what point in a relationship do I leave? When you start to have to explain stuff to other people. If you have to talk to somebody else about what you, dang, bro, what happened, bro? I heard about, man, yeah. It's time to leave. It's time to leave. Seriously, I don't care if you're hitting her. I don't care if you're cheating on her. I don't care if she's hitting you. I don't care if she's cheating on you. I don't care what money problems y'all have. Whatever the issue may be. Once it becomes embarrassing, I don't care who is the suspect and who is the victim. Once it becomes embarrassing for you, you leave. Because that is something that can ruin opportunities for you. There are people who would not want to deal with you anymore. Because this person has embarrassed you. My ex, my my, my most current ex, embarrassed me. Okay? You have to be careful. And I I should have saw it coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, and let me give us some quick advice. Men, I don't care what you're doing with your body. I'm going to just say this. I I really don't care who's offended. I've I've just grown to learn this. I'm not saying every, every one of these type of women is like this. I'm not saying every type of one of women like this. Some, some, what I'm about to name, there are good ones. There are confident ones. But overall, men, avoid overweight women. Especially ones who, who, well, no, I wouldn't even say that. Never mind. Never mind. But I'm going to say the point. I know some of y'all are like, no, just say it anyway. Ones who used to be in shape. Avoid overweight women. They just happen to have low self-esteem that will drain you. I don't care how she dress. I don't care how she talk and walk. Avoid, if you can, overweight women, especially ones who aren't doing anything to change that. Now, she's actively in the gym, actively on a diet. She's losing weight. That's one thing. But avoid Matter of fact, that's a good one to catch on to. 
here because it's almost like catching a like for ladies that catch a man right before he get rich. You know what I'm saying? You hit the lotto, right? Anyways, it's an investment. She ain't ever gonna turn on you. Well, she might. She might. She might turn on you. Now that her pool is opened up and she sees the type of men she can attract now that she's slimmer. However, avoid overweight women. Yeah, a lot of y'all hear overweight, you assume she's gotta be huge. No. Avoid overweight women. And you know what I mean when I say overweight women. She got them thick wrists, them thick ankles, big belly. Wide and all offside. Avoid them. Okay? Avoid all, put a barrier in your life where you don't even come across overweight women. You don't come across insecure women. You don't come across ratchet women. Like these are the list of women you need to make sure you definitely avoid. Overweight women, insecure, controlling, manipulative women. Okay. Which is going to be really harder to do that because those ones come in all shapes and sizes, all different career paths, all different educational backgrounds, all different races. It's going to be harder to avoid that second one. You're going to have to have discernment with that. I always tell y'all what I tell y'all to do. Pray for wisdom, pray for discernment. You don't pray for anything else. You get on your knees and you do whatever you do and you thank God for what you have, no matter how small it is. And then you ask him for more wisdom and more discernment. That's all you have to do in life. Okay. Next thing I want you to do, right? Put a barrier in your life where ratchet women just can't get to you. Cause dumb ones will ruin them. them that, you ain't going nowhere with no ratchet woman. I don't care if you're a rapper. You ain't going nowhere with no, look at them. Look at the rappers. They all suffering. They need ratchet hoes. You ain't going there. And, and you got, what y'all got to say, y'all hear the word ratchet. Y'all imagine some girl walking through the, the walking through the slums with a half off weave and some little flip flop. It don't have to be that. Saweetie is ratchet. Megan Thee Stallion is ratchet. These are ratchet women. I don't care how much money they have. I don't care about the Dom Perignon they drink, Birkin bags they own that they might even bought bought for themselves. Still, they have a ratchet type mentality. Okay, these type of women are going to embarrass you. These are the type of women that are going to get in fights in public. Okay, these are the type of women that are going to hit you in public. They would yell at you in public. They would try to emasculate you in public. These are the type of women that will start twerking out of nowhere. Okay, you need to avoid these type of women if you're trying to be a professional man in life. They're going to embarrass you. They're going to cheat. They're going to go dick hopping, and a lot of time they're going to go dick hopping to men that are lower value than you. They start. They they are going to dick hop onto men that are of lower value than you. They might look better than you, but they're of lower value than you. Okay, you need to put a wall up in your life where women like that can't even get to you. That means changing your circle. Stop going to certain venues. Stop going into certain areas. And when you do go to those areas, have a specific mission. There are certain neighborhoods I only go to because they might have a restaurant that sells a certain food that I get to go, by the way. I don't go over there just to go over there. I ain't going over there for, for no reason. I ain't going to pick nobody up over there or drop nobody off over there. I'm not going over there. Okay? Change your mind. Change your actions and change your circle and you will start to see, you will start to attract better things into your life. That's better women or if, for the ladies listening, better men too. 
All right. You need to put a wall up. And for my ladies who are listening, you know, and every time I say uh, women, just put the word men there for you because it, it really pertains to y'all, too. You need to put a wall up in your life where those type of men, those type of women don't even feel comfortable talking to you. Y'all spirits don't mingle. Change your spirit. They won't even want to talk to you. Hell. Some of your ladies like, well, that's not it. Hood men are the only men that talk to me. Take a look at yourself. Hood men know who they can and can't talk to. You know what I'm saying? You're not real shit. I know what y'all thinking. Hood niggas talk to anybody. No. Not always true. Okay? And it's not about hood. It's about ratchet. Right? Ratchet niggas. If it... If all you attract is ratchet women or ratchet men and you don't want it, maybe you should start to take a look at yourself. How are you dressing? What your hair look like? What your nails look like? Fellas, same thing. You know what I mean? How do you dress? What type of car do you drive? You got the Hellcat or the Benz? The Hellcat's going to attract ratchet women to your life. And I would also say, you know, also, where are you driving this Hellcat? For everybody living in, like, for example, California, you driving this Hellcat through through Compton and Inglewood, or you driving a Hellcat through through um like Baldwin Hills or something, Calabasas or, or one of them little neighborhoods you be hearing it, it, the rich people talk about, Beverly Hills. Like, where are you driving the Hellcat? You know, this is gonna attract a certain type of woman. Keep in mind, the Hellcat it just looks like a Charger, it just looks like a Challenger. I mean, it has certain distinct. Things about it, but, you know, to a woman who don't know any better, she just thinks you have a $30,000 car that you've probably souped up to make the engine sound louder. She don't know know you bought it like that. It came like that. And you paid 70, 80 racks for it. That you talking about. She don't know that. You know what I'm saying? These women ain't, ain't, they're not hip. You know what I'm saying? They're not hip to that. So, you know, that's not going to always get you somewhere, you know, if that's what you're looking for it to do. You know, you're just getting it just for yourself. Hey, brother, more power to you. But I've come down to a point in life where I know now it ain't all about me. Yes, I have to care what people think about me. I have to do certain things for my image I may not care to do. You know, I have friends that rap that never had tattoos. Now they're getting tattoos. And I don't blame them. That's something that might help them get more attention. You know what I'm saying? It might help them get more attention. Do I think you need tattoos to become a rapper? No. But it would definitely help you. Any, anyways, man, it's almost one o'clock. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. I gotta get to the gym. I gotta go. I gotta get to the gym, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I hope this was helpful for people. Um, you need to sit back in your life. I want everybody to do this right here for me. Sit back in your life and look around at all the people you deal with, whether romantically, sexually, um, your friends. And then I want you to look at your list of goals. Do those things correlate? You know, are you possibly losing opportunities on dating better women, dating better men? Are you losing opportunities of going into better circles or going where you really want to be based off of the people that you have around you? People are scared of them. People fear them. Because I've been in situations where I've had opportunities for people, but I didn't call them simply because I'm like, I know he's going to be with that nigga, such and such. And that nigga is going to is going to ruin it for him, me and everybody else involved. So, damn, I can't call him. Let me call this nigga over here. So ask yourself. And I'm pretty sure this is set. 
happened to me before, you know? So ask yourself, I want you to take a serious look at your life and all the people that you associate with publicly, at least, at least that much. And then look at your goals. Do these things correlate? Who is embarrassing you right now? Who is embarrassing you right now? And then it's time to classify or cut that person off. It's your boy time to be a raw sex in the mouth.